0: <laughs> Let's try this again. Hello and welcome to the Super Colorful Original Telecommunicated Transmission, otherwise known as ScottCast. I am here with fan favorite Ian Dixon and we are podcasting to you for the first time in over a month. I'm sorry we were gone. We were busy reading reading manuals and books. And stuff we were catching up on our literature which i'll talk a little bit more about later on in the podcast mm-hmm. but before we start i had a few things i need to re-mention because i accidentally just went off on a tangent for 10 minutes without pressing record <laughs> <laughs> ian dixon right now is dressed in david lynch t-shirt and mm-hmm. and he arrived today in, in like an intense rain and it gave me this this vision of a scene for the zombies it was a it was a good fucking auteur Mm -hmm. right cinephile kinda kinda scene I had planned a transition scene that takes up a good 5-10% of the movie (laughs) (laughs) where something's happening outside to the main characters and then Ian walks by and it starts to rain and the camera just kind of listlessly follows them and we start to hear his inner thoughts. <laughs> and he's thinking about just the day and mm-hmm. how beautiful it is, and the rain and the smell of the alleys, the wet trash damping down, <laughs> giving freedom to all those who live here and breathe. And s- I mean, those it, kind it would be a
1: nice reprieve from the bees.
0: Yeah. Probably. You don't see many bees when it's raining. That's true. And there's going to be a lot of bee carnage. Yeah. And this movie but the big clincher for this is we're gonna get to intimately know this character mm-hmm. like in there just this walk five minutes down and then he won't show up for the rest of the movie <laughs> <laughs> that's right <laughs> like other main characters will show up and it'll just be back to beans, <laughs> <laughs> you know so I felt like that needed to be recorded mm-hmm. you know and I think we did it better the second time yeah you know nailed that that was we're only two minutes in fuck that was action packed <laughs> but the big thing uh we wanted to talk about first off the bat was this video you sent me mm-hmm. you sent me a trailer for what was it uh this Italian film restoration kinda blu-ray <clears throat> company
1: um it's not exclusively Italian but it's uh they do like kind of I wouldn't say lost films but uh like older sort of released on vhs and forgotten and they they kind of restore and uh bring them up to date to the the current high definition standards and
0: yeah okay basically the coolest job in the world
1: i think it would be a fucking rad job yeah just digging through old shitty movies and finding
0: ones that kind of have that spark you know they do it i wonder if we can like do it small time like let's go fucking find three random movies <laughs> that had no following whatsoever like monkey boy like okay we could just do <laughs> brendan Fraser movies <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't think that was low budget but you know no, no monkey boy though. oh no oh right yeah. monkey boy no I, thought, I was thinking monkey bone monkey uh-huh. boy the one with the the like monkey shot boy. for
1: british tv and yeah shotgun a kid at the
0: end and it's fucking awesome that was fucking awesome yeah i mean if they need a blu-ray release yeah we can negotiate it we can figure out what it takes and uh we'll do it we'll do a print-on-demand solution with the blu-ray give them a buck and uh put up a website you know we'll be rich in at least three weeks that monkey boy fucking fever is gonna sweep the nation (laughs) We're going to see memes of that fucking kid getting blasted all over I mean, the place. I mean, it's kind
1: of apropos, cause didn't they they did like a monkey human hybrid over in China like recently. They did? Yeah.
0: Oh wait, it was the fetus, right? Yeah. It was a monkey grafted onto a h- human fetus and it like didn't survive or something. Mm, or did it survive? I I don't remember. <laughs> I didn't follow up on it.
1: You know, but you, they like successfully spliced the genes
0: you think that would be the top news of the day if it didn't survive. It would be like, Monkey Boy finally dead. <laughs> <laughs> the horror is over. <laughs> uh, but uh, let's see. I'm kind of curious. Yeah. Did Monkey Boy die? This Chinese Monkey Boy. Chinese. I'm, I'm going to get put on a list. <laughs> this will be our. We're Googling. We're researching on the pod. Chinese Zodiac. No. I need to put fetus in. <laughs> fetus graft. Oh, here it is. First human monkey embryo. But is it ethical?
1: <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Come on! Where's your sense of adventure?
1: Now oh, they were destroyed. Scientists created the world's first monkey embryos containing human cells in an attempt to investigate how the two types of cells develop alongside each other. The embryos were derived from a macaque and then injected with human <laughs> stem cells in the lab. They were allowed to grow for 20 days before being destroyed.
0: So, yeah, that monkey human hybrid was growing. Mhm. And it's not too clear whether like it's like it's grafted onto the macaque macaque, 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 or or if it's like fused with it, you know, like the DNA spliced together like Mm -hmm. some fucking abomination. Because if it's that.
1: That was a monkey embryo with human cells.
0: Interesting. Now I just want to talk about that. Because <laughs> <laughs> if a monkey gets, like, those... Because, like, our ability to, uh, to understand language and, like, do the things we do mm-hmm. is, like, integral to us being humans. Yeah. And if they can just inject that into animals, like, we could have one of those crazy uh, steampunk futures where, like, there's alligators and tuxedos. Mm-hmm. And not made out of them. (laughs) Made out of
1: humans. (laughs) Maybe it would be like a Brendan Fraser movie. uh, Wasn't there like a super intelligent gorilla in George of the Jungle? There was. Mm -hmm. There was. It was like John Cleese voiced it, I think.
0: Yeah, I think so. (laughs) He was a really prim and proper gorilla. Just totally outclassing Tarzan left and right. Yeah. Or George. It's Tarzan. You know. Oh, but we were watching this uh, preview for these films. Mm-hmm. And one after the other, they all looked pretty good. A lot of decapitations, mm-hmm. a lot of gore, a lot of like mobile decapitations, a lot yeah. of different flavors of decapitation. It's like, that's their criteria. Does it have a decapitation? <laughs> we will restore this. <laughs> and the only one that didn't have a decapitation, as far as I can remember, mm-hmm. you know, maybe there's a couple. But the last one in particular, because mm-hmm. they went in for a whole different kind of shock value, a little juice factor. <laughs> <laughs> what was it called? The masturbating gunman. That's correct. Yeah, that was good. I don't know how old that was. I think
1: that's more recent.
0: <clears throat> um, because you can't get past the censors, but that it in still 70s looked like it was forever. like
1: definitely shot on video. Like yeah. Very low-budget release, but, uh, yeah. What was the plot that I could gather from, like, the minute-and-a-half trailer was uh, that you've got this, uh, like, master assassin, and uh, he's on a quest to, like, kidnap some nun because they needed a pure woman for some reason for some nefarious stuff that was going on, and so there's all these shots of him, like, blasting people with a pistol and... Got spurting out
0: and they're like oh but he has one weakness and so far up to this point it's like really tame yeah for from all the other ones it's yeah. like yeah he's shooting but like the wounds are fairly reasonable mm-hmm. you know but
1: his weakness is apparently he just has an uncontrollable urge to masturbate sometimes
0: <laughs> <laughs> you gotta release that pressure man so. <laughs> It's good for the prostate yeah. too to masturbate often.
1: I bet. So. so he's in the middle of these firefights and he just kind of stops and like jerks it. And he's like really going for it with the. He's got like a mask on, but you can tell his face is still like
0: straining. And oh, yeah. He's like oh, yeah. really jerking it. <laughs> there's some full like, like wincing. And like, <laughs> it's like a very spirited masturbation session in yeah. the middle of like working in like a dangerous situation, you know? And like, there's this one part where they show him, like, uh, ejaculating. And what did I, how did I describe it earlier? It was like, it was like cock. 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 Yeah, (laughs) it was cock coming out of a cock. And it was just, like, shooting out, like, seven feet, like, this viscous fucking white, like, sperm the size of minnows fucking ejaculate. (laughs) And, like, right there, I, I, like, I stopped the video and I texted Ian. I was like, that's the one we got to (laughs) watch. that's that's our spiritual predecessor right there, <laughs> like they might have they may have done things and there's probably
1: a, th- a thing or two we can learn for zombies, our finale, you know, yeah, yeah,
0: because we're I mean you know they're gonna have a climax in that, right? <laughs> like if it's several a, possibly. <laughs> the whole thing will be <laughs> so like what's the climax to the movie with the million climaxes? Mm-hmm. It's going to be something we can learn. And something we can deal with—an advertisement on my soundboard, like (laughs) capitalism, right? (laughs) Like the one thing I don't want. So yeah, man, we got a lot of watching to do.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: We've got to start our own fucking reproduction outfit. Yeah, that sounds like a—it sounds like a very low cost kind of business to start. You Mm -hmm. know, find monkey boy. Decide to the the VHS tape, not the, like, the Chinese one. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's also a good business idea. We should have. Uh, they did not destroy comment, those <laughs>
1: commentary from <laughs> the Chinese scientists. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was it was a good idea and it was very successful. But uh, uh, people said it was unethical, and then they sent us this VHS tape, and <laughs> and while we didn't get through it. But I hear it ended well with a kid getting shot with a shotgun. But where were they talking about again? Oh, yes. Yeah, we destroyed those uh, monkey-human hybrids. Wink, wink. They're not in the basement if you want to come see. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be a good business model, too. Yeah, We're making this documentary about these human-monkey hybrids, and we go talk to those doctors, and it's really a cover for a rescuing Monkey boys. <laughs> <laughs> However many they might be. Mm-hmm. We have to determine how many monkey boys there are that reached fucking full maturity or whatever life cycle they'd be right now. I mean, that was last summer, right? So that's a year. That's a little baby monkey boy. Mm-hmm. It's like like full fucking chest hair. <laughs> <laughs> Completely mature.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't know how, how quickly macaques uh, mature, but... I imagine faster than humans.
0: I mean, I'm still not matured. Yeah, I'm 31. There's no real sign. I've just been continually finding new childhoods. <laughs> so yeah, expect a full review of uh, the masturbating gunman. Mm-hmm. Um, send any inquiries you might have for us about the masturbating gunman. Whether you want to, you know, make a purchase or something, or whether you just want to ask questions of us while we view it to mm-hmm. keep in mind you know like if you think oh this was probably a theme with a the masturbating gunman think about this guys environmentalism is <laughs> is that in effect here can you give us a commentary about the uh,
1: existential uh, themes in masturbating gunmen?
0: what would camus say <laughs> <laughs> he would rather kill himself finally <laughs> <laughs> A minute. I mean I don't know how to get to
1: it. I'll go. Yeah, I've been doing some uh some thrift and finding some good VHS out there.
0: What you been finding?
1: Um I got uh an old slasher called Cutting Class <laughs>
0: Starring uh these I swear these Brad m- Pitt, believe it or oh, not. Oh really? Yeah. Oh geez. I was I mean I was just thinking to myself these movies only start with that title, right? (laughs) Like this, like, Oh, I got a great movie title name. Cutting class. It's cutting, right? Yeah. Yeah. And school kids, right? (laughs) They're horny. Yeah.
1: Yeah, So I found that one. That was good. Good find. Uh, I found a sealed copy of enter the dragon. Mm. Hmm. It's pretty sweet. Bruce Lee. Hmm. Uh, I found a sealed copy of Monster in the Closet, which is a trauma release starring uh
0: Paul Walker. Paul Walker <laughs> <laughs> What was it called again?
1: Monster in the Closet.
0: Oh, okay. I saw him I saw it on Shudder. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch it fully. I saw the intro, but Paul Walker in uh this movie about a boyfriend who dies and becomes a T-Rex. Tammy and the T-Rex, yeah. Tammy and the T-Rex, that's it. And I, I'm just like fucking flabbergasted. It's that and Fast and the <laughs> Furious. <laughs> yeah, he was in
1: some, some trashy stuff before he did the trashy uh, action
0: flicks. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, what else?
1: Um, Making Contact is a Roland Emmerich film who did... Uh, independence day oh
0: right i like that guy
1: but this is like i'm into that before he was like a legit director and he was like clearly ripping off uh uh, steven spielberg what was he ripping off though um like really heavy references to uh et but also a lot of like star wars stuff mixed in there and also uh what else did yeah those are the two that come to mind um but it's really weird, though. What Poltergeist. I? It kind of reminds me of Poltergeist too, which Steven Spielberg produced and unofficially probably directed half of it.
0: <laughs> okay, so like the whole. So I mean, that makes sense. And then yeah. they, they give him Independence Day, and they're just like, "Okay, mm-hmm. copy Steven Spielberg <laughs> with with this budget. We can't afford Steven Spielberg with this budget, right. but we can afford you with this budget. Yeah, no. and you seem all right at this. <laughs> he, he
1: did a good job. That's what he had, yeah.
0: Yeah, I gotta say, like a modern uh, modern entertainment started when when that giant spaceship blasted the White House at the midnight viewing of mm-hmm. the worldwide premiere yeah. of Independence Day, July fourth, whatever year, ninety yeah.
1: eight. Something like that.
0: Yeah. That yeah. is when modern entertainment started. Fight me on that. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong. And it makes sense that it would be the copy of Steven Spielberg, Mm -hmm. not the person who developed the style, Yeah, the person who was like, this style sells. (laughs) Absolutely. There would be no Marvel Universe without that exploding White House. Mm -hmm. There would be no Iron Man. There would be no Batfleck. It would all be original movies. (laughs) 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 However you feel about that. (laughs) Come on. Okay. Found it. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) Email bag. (laughs) This is a good one. Let's see. I have to pull it up. Dear ScottCast, the Legion of Scots received a special orange and super colorful manuscript. Manuscript, he Mm -hmm. says. The Great ScottCast. Yeah. He's referring to. Based on initial review and study of this manuscript, the Legion of Scots may need to in fact move to West Egg, where... Jay Scottcast <laughs> lives. <laughs> <laughs> the manuscript was personally signed by the sound guy. Me. Yes, yes, I did sign, so it must have great value. Further study of the manuscript is underway. The Legion of Scots. All hail the Scottcast. All oh, glory be to Scottcast. Scott thank you, thank you there. And he did it with a h t s c. Nice, all right, nice. That, now everybody needs to sign shit that way, or I won't read it on on air. But yeah, it seems that he thinks I wrote The Great <laughs> Skycast. <laughs> so he's mine, but I'm so glad that he's had that belief <laughs> while, while we've been gone for a month. <laughs> I mean, this must be blowing his mind. He's like, other than the stupid name for this character, <laughs> this is a masterpiece of literature. And he just wrote this? <laughs> Wow. And he doesn't mention the internet once. <laughs> but no, uh, Scott Science of the Legion of Scots. I did not, in fact, quite write the great Scott It's really just the great Gatsby with the name Gatsby replaced by the word Scott using a machine. Mm-hmm. Because one day I was like, hey, you can print books off by the single. and You can just make books. I'm going to make a dumb book. It was the day after the Great Gatsby became public domain. So I was one of the first public domain Great Gatsby moochers, <laughs> <laughs> and I have that to my fame. Hell yeah, F Scott and Scott. We're in a club. F Scott Fitzgerald was one of the original members of the Legion of Scots. Is that right? That's what they say. I'm not a. I'm just a. I'm just a humble invitee into the Legion. Very few men know the inner workings of the Legion. Scott Science, of course, does. But he doesn't give his secrets readily.
1: Hmm.
0: So don't ask me anything about it. I know that's a dumb thing to bring up on a podcast, but uh, don't ask me about it. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. So there you go. There you go. We're a publishing house and a literary maven. I have been actually writing fiction lately. I've been writing uh, poetry and fiction I'm posting some stuff on scottkraus.com. I've decided I'm going to convert that to a writing website and move my business stuff to the krausdigital.com address, where it should have been anyway, Mm -hmm. and see where I go from there. I'm uh, trying to get a short story collection with poems made by the end of the year. And if you go there and sign up, I will send it to you for free when I get it made. Up to a point, obviously. Like if i if, if people really want it for some reason. <laughs> I will might have to rescind that offer past a certain number. But uh but yeah, that's that. Been doing a lot of writing. I guess that's what I've been doing with my thirty days off. What have you been doing? Have you been you've been thrifting? Thrifting. As you know. Um it was Brown one's birthday.
1: So we uh celebrated. We went to uh took a little day trip to Cleveland. Cleveland. And there's a witch museum out there.
0: What the, yeah. In Cleveland? Yeah, why Cleveland? I well, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> why not? Why not Cleveland? It's uh they could use the witch museum. Yeah, I guess. Is that what they do? The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, mm-hmm. so it's right there. You go to the witch museum. Yeah. What what kind of stuff do they have in a witch museum? Is it really old stuff, or is it more Some like of it's kind of old stuff? Yeah,
1: it's a let's say it's a mix of yeah, like old kind of uh, pagan
0: Wiccan artifacts and some of the new age memorabilia was there like uh, like the claw of a mysterious creature they had a
1: uh, uh, what's it called you ever heard of it?
0: I don't want to fuck it up
1: I think it's called a Jenny Hanover a Jenny Hanover I don't know what that is let me google it real quick to make sure I'm saying that right <laughs> Yeah, Jenny Hanover. Jenny Hanover. So um, you can dry like uh, manta rays or stingrays and like shape their bodies and they look like fucking like devil creatures. Oh, okay. So that's like what the Fiji mermaid was, was basically like dried and shaped uh, a ray and like put a fish on the bottom part and it was like a little demon fish creature.
0: They are weird-looking creatures. Yeah. Rays. They got,
1: like, the bottom, it's definitely, like, very uh, facial appearance to it.
0: Like a cartoon face, like mm-hmm. Finn from Adventure Time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hi, guys. <laughs> Jake.
1: <laughs> so they had one of those, and uh, they had um, they had some Sun Ra memorabilia. Just because? Yeah. Not in the rock and roll hall, of course, but uh, the, <laughs> the witch museum. The witch museum. Um, I guess just cause he, he had sort of the, uh, kind of, um, magical, uh, themes to his stuff where he was allegedly from Jupiter. Okay. So they like explore yeah. that. Yeah. So like the Afrofuturism had kind of a mystical quality to it and it sort of fits in roughly with the mysticism of the new age stuff.
0: You know, if he was from Jupiter, Jupiter is the biggest planet. Mm-hmm. He would be like Superman. Yeah. Because he had to withstand gravity up to, like, 20,000 times the strength of ours. Well, there you go. That explains a lot.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, have you ever seen Space is the Place? No. He made a movie called Space is the Place. Uh, and he definitely, like, had some some magical qualities in the film. Where he was, like, rocking out on his keyboards and ladies' tops just flew off. <laughs> <laughs> So they had like some control over, <laughs> yeah, gravity, and
0: that's just just <laughs> fucking disrobing random women <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't fly today, <laughs> or is it like also like, oh, I want my top off, oh, and there it goes because they're yeah. so excited about Sun Ra.
1: I think he was like uh summoning like a, a spaceship and it like oh, was yeah. creating whirlwind and tops flew Oh, and, okay, okay, yeah. okay.
0: the Top flying off wasn't the purpose. They they, they were just in the they were just being stupid. A, yeah, well, they didn't pay attention to the signs. They were like, <laughs> "That's where the spaceship's coming, lady." <laughs> and why are you wearing such a loose top? Tie it tighter.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, they had some. What else do they have? It's the Rayland Raymond Buckland Museum right. of Witchcraft. So he was like a, I guess, uh, one of the big priests of the satanic movement early days. Uh, he wrote like a a book that they sell there and they have like his early manuscripts and like some of his like robes and staffs and stuff. <laughs> staffs
0: and robes? Like was he like <laughs> full Gandalf? Kind of, yeah. How do you, I mean, how old is this guy? Uh, he's dead now. Sure. Uh, but like where, when, where was he, what time, what era was he walking around like Gandalf?
1: Um... I'm going to say he was maybe a little earlier, like, contemporaneous with Anton LaVey, which was, like,
0: 60s, 70s. So, so okay, yeah. Right, right amongst all the squares, <laughs> and, like, and in Cleveland, Ohio, if that's <laughs> where he's from, <laughs> is fucking Gandalf walking to his witchcraft store. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, the existence of people who can be like that and dress like that Mm -hmm. and like say stuff like that and still make a living that makes me believe hey witchcraft is real there is magic out there people can manipulate the forces of nature Mm -hmm. in ways that are beyond our human understanding because how else would they afford all that shit i guess yeah have you ever gone to the renaissance festival try to buy yourself a nice thick woolen (laughs) robe (laughs) (laughs) they're
1: fucking pricey
0: man yeah, like you end up like fucking on the outside. You, you you always end up like getting a turkey leg and like that's all you'll get and that's fine and you're enjoying yourself, but you're thinking the whole time, why can't I be the kind of person who could buy a giant Gandalf robe? <laughs> Meanwhile, this guy who's just a witch for a living <laughs> right. has got a full wardrobe of this stuff. I'm wearing a $10 t-shirt that says Jurassic World. It's about five years old. <laughs> fucking ads. that sounds fucking cool man i we'll go to a witch museum they've got they got the oddities museums up close to us yeah getting opened and all that that would be a good place to go we can open up our own museum strange things with a David's left behind <laughs> <laughs> you know we've got a you, you got him a let's 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 like tell him he has a gift yeah on pod yeah this is gonna be his favorite part of this
1: it's one of my thrift finds
0: yes tell um, us well, I'll describe it. Can I describe it? Please do. Okay. So it's it's like a sign you put outside of a room. <laughs> <laughs> and it says rec room, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Fair enough. But it's spelled... Because David's a fit guy. He's got his yeah.
1: recreational space, right?
0: He's got his recreational space. Uh, workout room, rec room. <clears throat> yeah. You know, because he also plays games in there. Yeah. And podcasts. But it's not spelled rec like... Recreation. Mm-hmm. It's spelled rec like wreck like W R E C K, and that's not all. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to room. Yeah. First off, it's a beautiful sign. It's beautiful wood, and the carving's really good. It's like no scratches. It's all. It's already got a little cushion on of tape on the back, mm-hmm. and a and a nice sturdy hook. Very well designed piece piece of material here. Very good sign, but. <laughs> like the decision they made <laughs> with what to do when calling something a wreck room by by making the pun of wreck, mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is a wreck W-R-E-C-K. Yeah. Well, obviously, in front of room, you put the same-ass W. <laughs> rec room. It's nice.
1: Carrying that pun to <clears throat> the next level, to a level where maybe it shouldn't go. Yeah. And that's why I thought of David.
0: Like, I wonder... <laughs> I wonder, David, keep this in mind when you see it. Like, when you make puns in your head, you know, well, I guess you don't talk in your head. Mm-hmm. But when you envision puns somehow, like, do you also put W's where, like, they would be <laughs> silent otherwise? <laughs> <laughs> you know, just for the fun of it? Like, is that well, as far as it goes? Like, if you were writing your puns, that that's the kind of shit you would do? Because it doesn't make any sense, man. But it's a beautiful piece and it's going to go great in front of your rec room. <laughs> it's me trying really hard, yeah, <laughs> to make it make it real. It's good to go to thrift stores, man. I need to go to thrift stores more often. Oh yeah. Oddities places. I don't do any of these things. I've got my car getting its brake fixed, and that was the biggest excursion I've made in a month. Mm-hmm. I need to, I need to I need to get some vitality in these veins. Yeah. Go see a go see a rec room or witch store. But like that's all my ideas is the things you're saying. <laughs> well,
1: I mean, you've you found opportunities. You got all those jerrys from the liquor store. Well, that's because like it the... was where I was going all the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's that's just that's what it is, man. You just that just illustrates exactly my problem. <laughs> But like that's what it is, right? It's, it's uh, you go somewhere and you see an opportunity, and you take it. Yeah. You know, I just gotta do the thing where I look out for opportunities and I and I take it.
1: Mom spaghetti.
0: Mom spaghetti. Nervous on my sweater already. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I should be a rapper. <laughs> Let's pause real quick. I am going to Nebraska. So that's Ooh. the thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> Nebraska is the place to go, you know? I mean, my family's there, so that's a big attraction. Yeah. You know, and that's that's worth the trip every time. It's been a year and a half. So, like, and they have, like, all these little kids. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go there, and my family is going to be, like, seven new people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because, like... They, they were young before, yeah. to the point where they didn't have personalities. Mm-hmm. But now, like one of them, seven rides dirt bikes and chews tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, got got all ones. One's got a. There's a bunch of them. <laughs> 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 that's, that's the point, and I need to go uh, discover them. Do you have? Oh shit! You're a child psychologist, therapist, whatever therapist yeah you know how to talk to kids how do you talk to kids
1: just be really excited about whatever they're
0: talking about everything they're talking about just just latch on to it
1: well not I mean be selective like uh, if there's things they're talking about that like legit are shitty just don't respond don't don't acknowledge it just ignore it so you can shape them they'll find something to grasp your uh, your interests so if you want to to, to like help them be cool.
0: Yeah. uh, That's that's my job. I'm Uncle Scott. Wait for
1: them to bring up cool stuff. Like if they start talking about dinosaurs, then boom, talk about fucking dinosaurs for all day. There you go. And like be really excited and like tell them how smart they are about how much they know about dinosaurs. And then when they're like, oh, um, do you like, I don't know, what's something shitty? Uh,
0: Like uh, that fucking stupid shark song? Yeah. The, the boobai shark, a shark baby, baby shark, baby yeah. shark, 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 shark.
1: If they start doing that shit, then you just like kind of look the other way and be
0: like, hmm, let's ignore them. Yeah. Pretend they're not there. Yeah. Yeah. I could totally live with like this binary system. hmm There to be more binary systems for life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, easy flow charts
1: then it may escalate the the baby shark singing initially, mm-hmm. but um brave it ride way. it out and they'll they'll stop when they realize that that's not getting the attention they want, and then you can talk about fucking dinosaurs all day,
0: yeah, hell yeah, uh, I'm gonna psychologically manipulate these <laughs> children into being straight up Alan Grant <laughs> 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 like I'm gonna leave, they're all gonna have like a hat and glasses and a bandana. <laughs> Yes, gonna be wonderful. They're all gonna be cynical. They're all gonna hate children, mm-hmm. which is gonna might be complicated for them in the future. <laughs> but still, thank you, man. That's gonna be that's gonna be great advice. Yeah. Of course, you know, seeing family is not the only thing you could do in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. What else is there to do in Nebraska? Well, you can go skydiving in Dixon.
1: Holy shit! Really?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it seems to be a popular pastime okay. in Nebraska, according to the news. Well, tell me more. Well, a man just broke a skydiving record in Nebraska, hmm. Omaha. A man named Ryan Konoff. I'm not going to look to see if I did that right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, he's, he contacted the Guinness Book of World Records because he wanted to set a special record. Apparently, when a skydiver... Skydives for their hundredth time. Mm -hmm. It's tradition to skydive naked. Mm -hmm. So this guy contacts the Guinness Book of World Records, and they're like, and he's like, "How many consecutive naked skydiving jumps is there a record of? Is is, what's the most naked skydiving jumps?" Mm -hmm. Guinness was like, "Uh, "None. I mean, one maybe. I don't know." Uh, 25 and we'll talk Mm -hmm. Is what they said 25 and we'll just give it to you Yeah And this man in 24 hours Completed 60 naked skydiving jumps Jesus Seriously 60 naked skydiving jumps
1: I mean I guess I don't know a lot about the logistics Of like how high you need to be but it seems like it would take a lot of time to just like get back to a plane and get to yeah. altitude and, and expensive. 60 in one day is like seems like a lot. I mean, yeah, let's just do it. Like, let's say the man gets eight hours of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 16, 24 hours. He's got to be doing like three an hour. So he's jumping out every like 15, 20 minutes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's it. You that's- did the math. That's, Every quarter uh, of an hour, he's jumping out of that plane for 18 hours. Straight. Got to, he's got to jump, like, to a different plane. Right. Get right in. <laughs> <laughs> It could be, like, that crazy video game advertisement they have out now. Have you seen that one? No. It's, a. It's like, the stupidest thing. <laughs> it's, like, this is what video games are. But it's so, like, realistic now mm-hmm. that it that's just looks so childish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a fighter jet is in a dogfight and he ejects from his plane and he's plummeting and when the when the enemy jet comes towards him and like all of a sudden the the guy this fucking realistic looking jet fighter pilot plummeting through the sky just takes out an rpg <laughs> fucking bazooka and, and he shoots the enemy jet while in air yeah and the enemy jet explodes and he keeps falling And his plane is falling too. And he fucking gets back in the plane. (laughs) (laughs) The jet plane. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, he takes off and gets out of there. Yeah. So this is what this naked man (laughs) from Nebraska (laughs) must have been doing with like Cessnas (laughs) every 15 minutes. Because there's no way you could do that many jumps. In 24 hours, every 15 minutes, unless he stayed up for 24 hours. And like, I don't know what the rules of skydiving are. Like, (laughs) shouldn't you have a, you know, good, good sleep in you?
1: Wouldn't the change in altitude like really
0: fuck with you? Right. What's the yo-yo effect? like? Is there like some sort of some sort of like air version of the bends or something? Right. Probably. I mean, maybe he's wearing an oxygen mask. No, but that's something. Then he's not naked, is he? Yeah. He's covering <laughs> his pride there.
1: <laughs> A masturbating skydiver.
0: Right? Yeah. Don't fucking, don't try to fight him. He'll bazooka you out with his, <laughs> and jerk off afterwards. I'll bop it up and down. <laughs> that is pretty fucking intense, man. I wonder how it feels, you know? Mm-hmm. Going terminal velocity through the air. Fresh air, probably right. I mean, presumably, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's probably not so musty up there. So, like, to just air out so much, Mm -hmm. like, I wonder. (laughs) Say you had bo, (laughs) (laughs) and uh, you jump out of a plane naked, Mm -hmm. and you're and you're just soaring through the air. You're soaring through clouds. Yeah. And you're soaring through the air. Like, so the clouds are like these water droplets and the air is so fresh and it's going so fast by you and, like, your penis is wiggling everywhere and your (laughs) arms are extended. (laughs) You know? Mm -hmm. Everything is getting aired out. Yeah. Maximally. Like, is that a shower? Is it better than a shower?
1: Maybe. Hygienically. I mean, I would imagine that it would uh, would definitely, like, wick off any moisture and that's kind of where the
0: odor comes from is, like, you know, you get swampy yeah you get swampy things things collect yeah you know little pockets of oils and whatever humans produce along with their biomes of microorganisms all Mm -hmm. about their body you know we need to bathe we need to put ourselves in a river mostly but I'm thinking terminal velocity through some clouds will do the trick too probably yeah yeah probably really well and like especially for people with beards like you Mm -hmm. or pubes like, <laughs> 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 like it would clear out all of that, mm-hmm. you know, because they're so hard to clean Boons, mm-hmm. because everything just like sticks in there and you can't really get in and really give it a good scrub that that well. So yeah. they're like notorious for being a little full of their own environment. Yeah. You know, but thermal velocity through a cloud, man. That's what I'm saying. Like I would install something that simulates that in my house mm-hmm. if they just did the research and they had a perfect opportunity in this day. <laughs> Cause if you're going to get sweaty, it's going to be doing something like skydiving 60 times in 24 hours. Yeah. Unless it's naked
1: skydiving. I wonder like, yeah, what the sort of physical exertion of that would be. Cause I, it's I, adrenaline. I would imagine. Yeah. There's lots of, uh, adrenaline and, uh, that your heart is, beating faster when you're falling presumably maybe i mean maybe it plateaus when you've done it like 30 times in a row (laughs) but (laughs) at some point it's boring (laughs) yeah (laughs) seems like that would be pretty exhausting though i mean i I hate getting on
0: the plane once
1: i just hate being in like social situations sometimes it's exhausting
0: (laughs) (laughs) here's this guy (laughs) I guess he's our hero, man, you know? Uh, yeah. This Nebraska man. Maybe I should uh, look him up while I'm in Nebraska. Uh, Ryan Conoff of Omaha. Mm-hmm. It's a little far. I'm on the other side. Oh, and he was doing it for charity. He was doing it for men's mental health charity. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which is, Nothing I mean, screams it, mental health <laughs> like jumping out of a plane <laughs> naked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man's a perfect spokesman. It's just like an envelope with it. Like, <laughs> me- mental health. <laughs> people think it's men's mental health because he started mental twice. <laughs> yeah, we salute you, Nebraska man. Do we have a? Uh, do we have some uh, triumphant music? Oh, fuck you with your ads. Let's see. Let's give you. Mm, there you go. Yeah nice round of applause. Yeah. That guy's fucking salty in the back. He, <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to be the naked drumster He had 40 on, and- <laughs> he had a plan for 40. But this one, this article, we can sink our teeth into. So, basically, with the pandemic, like, uh, companies wanted to make new technologies to make remote work easier. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> this security company uh, found a way to outsource security prevention, uh, uh, prevention of theft, like at convenience stores and stuff, mm-hmm. to uh, India. Okay. So American 7-Elevens, uh, gas stations, etc. what they do is they install this system in their place of business, and there's a camera watching, and if something <laughs> happens, a guy from India... <laughs> Comes over the loudspeaker. He's like, no, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a CCTV company that pays remote workers in India to yell at armed robbers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My first question to you, Ian, is mm. do you think that would even work? I, I think if I
1: didn't see a person physically yelling that I wouldn't really pay attention to it.
0: Yeah, it could just it like especially like an Indian guy, especially in like Game Tramek, an Indian guy over radio. That's just their radio. <laughs> <laughs> this should be like a hologram of the guy, like this office worker being like, well, I know what you're doing. <laughs> Got your picture. <laughs> don't don't take this away. And uh, some security experts weighed in with this and they said uh, a big problem with it is this is not at all what you should do. In a security situation like this. Yeah. Like one of the one of the videos they have like demonstrating the product, these two men with like assault rifles come in (laughs) and the loudspeaker (laughs) is like, Hey, you're not allowed to have loud arms you're not allowed to have assault rifles in here and all that. And like they're like noticeably startled. And he points this out and he's like, That's the last thing you want to do to a guy (laughs) with an assault rifle (laughs) (laughs) is startle (laughs) them. You know, so what they're saying is, like, this is the way corporations get into uh, watching their workforce remotely. That's,
1: uh, yeah, that's just, like, the dumbest thing. Like, if you really wanted it to be secure, you'd have someone on site. But I guess you'd have to pay an American, like, uh, a decent wage. Not even really, though.
0: Yeah, this is $400 a year. No, a month. So that's actually, but it's not. If it's like 24
1: garden. seven surveillance, that's like cheap <laughs> as fuck. Yeah.
0: Surveillance. Some guy in India yeah. <laughs> just watching your,
1: watching your store the whole
0: right. week. Yeah.
1: If you're paying someone to be in the store, like $400 is going to cover like a week. Like maybe. Yeah. Max. If, the, if, if it's like late hours, like, you don't bother during the morning because who's going to rob a store in the morning? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they've, they've emptied the registers. It's like nothing oh, right, in there.
0: Oh, right. Well, sometimes they uh, have, like, the, the spare change for... <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I just need two fives. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so, like, I can see, like, if you want to be on the cheap, that that's something that you can pretend like you're doing something to protect uh, whatever. But uh doesn't seem like a uh, an effective or uh, useful tool, unless you're spying on your employees.
0: Yeah, like... Uh... Like in this one video, there's a cashier standing behind the counter talking to someone that's just out of frame. Mm-hmm. And then they ding in. They're like, uh, let me see. Does it have a good ding sound? They're like, uh, I don't have a ding. But <laughs> <laughs> ding. And uh, a voice from above questions the cashier about who the other man is. Mm-hmm. And apparently he's a friend there to give the cashier a ride at the end of the shift. And he's mm-hmm. like, okay, move over here then where I could see you. <laughs> so that's what it is. It's like this crazy nanny Indian yeah. dude. <laughs> just ch- just chiming in. I think we need to get this, though. I think it would be so awesome to have that here while we're podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll like tell them to be like, okay, if we're boring, just chime in. <laughs> just make fun of us. <laughs> Make sure Ian doesn't steal things.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ding. Uh, Ian, that's your third beer. Are you sure uh, you can continue to pod after that beer? <laughs> Get out of here,
0: guy. <laughs> you know, it's sitting. most... Rel- Shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are really going to talk about Monkey Boy for this long <laughs> again? <laughs> what are you doing with your lives? But, hey, that's... Uh, that's the realm we live in now. That's the that's what's uh, excused as innovation mm-hmm. in the marketplace is these paltry ideas, mm-hmm. these amalgams of nothing cramps together just so people can play games, power games, over those they victimize. So, like, what kind of rule sheet do you give these <laughs> people anyway? Because, like, if the idea is you want to make sure your staff is, like, productive... Mm-hmm. Like you gotta make sure you give like a very specific rule sheet to this guy. Right. That he can like and he can like finesse barking orders all the time. I don't know. I feel like there's just gonna be a lot of people just like learning to be like, fuck you, punjit or something. <laughs> <laughs> like they'll get to know the guy that's driving <laughs> in. <laughs> they'll start like making fun of him. <laughs> 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 Cause that's what I would do it's like it's never yeah. going to be the boss that's actually right. there it's not the guy I'm signing anything and let's be honest this is a convenience story workers not exactly the least salty people in the world <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited I'm excited for this to become a normal thing mm-hmm. and I'm excited for like, like a couple years where people are trying this out and, and we all just like mock these <laughs> people <laughs> mercilessly like, to their face. It's like the worst job in India to have is the guy. <laughs> There's, like, sanitation jobs that are way more revered. <laughs> no pay and no no self-esteem at all. I'd rather be a telemarketer for an electric company that shuts people down <laughs> all the time. That'll be good. So, oh, yeah, man. Not much else besides, uh, you know, the... Last topic we've got. Remember, mm-hmm. remember what? Remember what that one was? Uh, I'm not even sure. Necrophilia. Oh yeah, Necro News. Everybody, we need to get a jingle.
1: I guess it keeps coming up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, what's a good jingle for Necro News? Was there a famous necrophiliac musician somewhere? I don't believe so. Like any. Musicians that sing about necrophilia perhaps. You're a metalhead, you should know. Um I would say that like Cannibal Corpse would
1: be the closest. There's a song called Fucked with a Knife. That's not really like It's just aggressive. It's more like yeah. yeah, more like murder than necrophilia, really. But yeah. there's that sort of sexual violence tone that I suppose toes the line. Okay.
0: So well, Content warning for the Scott haters <laughs> who don't like necrophilia. I got some news here. I, I like to bring up necrophilia on the podcast. <laughs> because it reminds me of the early days of Scott Cass where where you were like, I've got this movie that's all about necrophilia. And it's these two beautiful characters, uh, this tragic romance between a uh, necrophiliac boy and a necrophiliac girl. Yeah. Who just...
1: And the corpse who came between them. The corpse that came between them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> And, you know, that gives me those nostalgia vibes. <laughs> so, I like to... When I see necrophy, I got a little Google key search and, uh... <laughs> 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 and... And, you know, when it comes up, it comes up. Yeah. <laughs> this is from Kenya, so... <laughs> You can at least be rest assured that it. That, that it uh, I have to comb the earth to get to these topics. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not like, oh yeah, Michigan necrophiliac news. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, necrophiliac news from Clarkston. Uh, <laughs> David was seen. So apparently, this is what people do. Okay, if you're a necrophiliac, and I don't know why I didn't think this was the route to go. Every time I thought of a necrophiliac, I imagined people going to the cemetery. Digging up a corpse, mm-hmm. exhuming, you know, putting it in a truck, maybe send it, bring it at home, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, spraying it with Windex. Right. Yeah. Apparently, there's an easier way to access corpses, and this is the scheme that this man from uh, from Kenya from Homa Bay mm-hmm. uh, did. Uh, he's 22 years old, and he was found. Well, what he did was uh, <laughs> he went to the mortuary or morgue let me see which one it was he went to a morgue okay uh and the attendant asked him to register the details why are you at this morgue mm-hmm. and he's like oh, i want to see a buddy of mine a buddy who died apparently people do that yeah i didn't know you could do that like uh you go to the morgue and you just say oh i'm here to see a man who died mm-hmm. just see his body i guess just look at it you, they I mean, were I, like, guess okay. I I
1: don't know the rules about it. I guess I would assume you would need to be, like, uh, family or, Let's see. I don't know, sometimes they bring people in to, like, identify bodies, but you'd have to know, like, what who they have. You know, he can't just go in and be like, oh, my buddy's here, and they're like, oh, which one? i like, uh, that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I'm imagining happened. <laughs> it seems like he'd have to have a name. He'd have to know what he was looking for, you know?
0: Yeah, like this is that's exactly what happened. Like the attendant asked him to register his details and they asked him so I'm guessing like what's your name, your address, what's your phone? Just guess we can call you about the body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh and uh he did and he he gave a name of a male body and they showed him to him and mm-hmm. he was like, All right, all right. And then on his way out, there was a body of a female there. Mm-hmm. And, like... Oh, I know her, too. (laughs) Basically. And, like, he just knelt down and started licking her. Okay. Like, all over. And, like, they were like, whoa, what the fuck? That's as far as it went. Because I guess Mm -hmm. it was in front of the fucking people, the attendants. Okay. Like, he couldn't control himself. I don't think this is a picture of him. But, like, they have a picture of a man (laughs) on this article. And if it's, this is a bad article <laughs> to have your picture printed on. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Just a stock photo. <laughs> guy. Imagine this man doing this. <laughs> he goes in to take some more model photos and they're like, "Uh, oh, I'm sorry, man. You've been blacklisted. Why? Well, long story, but they needed a stock photo on the necrophiliac article. <laughs> Yeah, so hmm. that's a uh, that's some necro news. People do it, and and like uh, they go by mortuary and they just ask to see a corpse. I guess this guy's only problem was uh, he didn't ask for a time. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah, <laughs> that's what he should have done. But uh, I condemn necrophilia mm-hmm. unless the deceased properly, you know, put it in his will and testament that yeah. he would be allowed usage of necrophilia mm-hmm. given a certain authority to confer that privilege upon yeah. select necrophiliacs. I think that's a great system. That's right up there with Andrew Yang's universal income as far as <laughs> changes in society. <laughs> before we had an underground city, we, you brought me that concept Yeah. before we had Scott before you knew me you brainstormed that concept in catholic school. Well, I mean if
1: if you've got problem behaviors that you want to stop, yeah, criminalizing them is usually not the way to do it. Right. That that just pushes it underground. It makes it more uh, concealed and shadowy. If you <laughs> if you create avenues for it to occur
0: without harm to others, that's do- how you make make that work dude i've just solved so many problems with that statement yeah and with our knowledge of genetics we've explored in cast. if we isolate whatever genes make somebody a necrophiliac Mm -hmm. then when you get people who are problem abusers problem uh kind of people uh who have these predilections to you know harm people with their sexual activity be it whoever they are what we could do is we can CRISPR edit them to be necrophiliacs, and then throw them in the pool of people who get to fuck corpses <laughs> that have offered. And mm-hmm. like, it's a whole big cause. It's like we're not only bringing necrophiliacs off the streets; we're bringing people who are basically the same, like pedophiles, <laughs> into that same bus. And everyone will be happy mm-hmm. and prosperous. And like, there'll be like a divide in humanity. Like, like there's gonna be like this kind of slippery slope of things that are deemed things that you must become necro. <laughs> like it's... Like, like oh, oh, that fetish? Oh, go necro. <laughs> just go necro. It's it's so much easier. They have a system. <laughs> Procedure is painless. <laughs> and really, once you get into it... <laughs> you know? I mean, no harm done. You know, we'll just have like these giant halls erected. No pun intended. Mm-hmm. For necros, the necro, necropolis, done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure this podcast will uh, forever, forever stay in the hearts of people who listen to it, mm-hmm. you know, and we're about towards the end, I think. And I I don't know a different topic besides necrophilia we could end it with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's not,
1: not many places to go to from there.
0: Yeah. So with that said, well, I got to ask the question, man. What did we learn today? Um, well, shit, we talked a lot about
1: fucked up movies and fucked up uh, practices. Yeah.
0: Um, but I feel like it was all kind of uplifting in a way. Like, my mood is a thousand times better (laughs) having talked about that stuff. (laughs) Like, my mood earlier today was shit. It was in the toilet. And you came over, we had a couple beers, we joked around about these terrible people (laughs) we pointed out to scott science that i am not f scott fitzgerald and that is actually kind of a more of a down point for me (laughs) i was i'm really appreciating this reality where he thinks i'm f scott fitzgerald (laughs) you know that's that's exactly what i wanted out of that whole fucking situation printing Mm -hmm. that off uh but overall like huge moon lifter and all it took was 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 CCTV companies and naked skydiving mm-hmm. naked skydiving the shower masturbating gunmen masturbating gunmen that giant cock 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 <laughs> yeah, cock I can't even do it it's hard to say cock out the cock jizz mm-hmm. and of course classic necrophilia topics so yeah I guess
1: uh I guess what I learned from all that was to keep an open mind and uh yeah, being open to possibilities is, is a way to uh, to keep yourself positive.
0: Yeah, move lightly through the universe, mm-hmm. and thou shalt find a peace. Shit. Yeah. And find sweet thrift objects. Yeah, rec room. <laughs> rec room. <laughs> All righty. Uh Lead us out, I believe. Right.
1: Okay. Uh, from us here at the Super Colorful Original Telecommunicated transmission otherwise known as scottcast we bid the adieu see you later scottcastigators
0: all hail scottcast glory be the scottcasts yeah